I am Nicolas Borneau, the president of Capital Link and organizer of today's forum, and I have the unique privilege to welcome His Excellency, the Minister of Shipping and Insular Affairs of the Hellenic Republic, Mr. Ioannis Plakiotakis. Greece is the largest ship-owning nation in the world and has extensive uh, ties with China uh, along shipbuilding, financing, trading, and in many more areas. So we are particularly uh, honored that uh, our keynote speaker today is the minister of the largest uh, ship-owning uh, country in the world with so many business ties with uh, China. Uh, Mr. Minister, thank you for being with us and uh, I am turning the floor over to you. Thank you, Mr. Bornozis, for your kind invitation uh, to organizing this uh, excellent uh, uh, event. Uh, distinguished representatives of the international business and shipping community, dear colleagues, ladies and gentlemen, it is a great honor for me to address the fifth annual Capital Link Shipping Forum at China and I would like to thank the organizers for the kind invitation to address this prestigious event attended by distinguished members of the national and international shipping community. It is indeed a great honor to me as the representative of the Greek government and maritime Greece to share with you our appreciation and vision for both the bilateral Sino-Hellenic relations as well as for the international shipping sector in the years to come. Ladies and gentlemen, it is not uh, a novelty to say that Greece and China play a decisive role in the development of the world maritime trade. Greece, as a traditional maritime country and a major carrier of the world's maritime trade, attributes particular emphasis on the smooth operation of shipping on implementing international measures aiming at high levels of maritime safety, protection of the environment, and at the same time safeguarding a dynamic, friendly, and socially rewarding business environment for the full spectrum of shipping activities. China, apart from a major maritime country in the world's most important uh, export country, with a highly developed shipbuilding industry, implementing state-of-the-art technology. This is a combination that provides adequate assurances for the strategic cooperation between the two countries in the maritime domain. In terms of uh, bilateral relations, the existing institutional maritime framework between the two countries provides a comprehensive and coherent cooperation environment. At the same time, it opens new horizons for bilateral cooperation across a wide range of maritime issues of mutual interest. The productive bilateral cooperation is further reflected in the Chinese shipbuilding sector, which is an important economic activity in terms of foreign capital flow and, of course, employment for the country. Because of their competitiveness and innovative technologies, Chinese shipyards are now the first option for Greek ship owners who, over the past 15 years, have placed orders for more than 1,000 ships of more than 50 billion euros 
in support of the Chinese shipbuilding industry. The strategic relation between China and Greece is uh, further evidenced by the continuous presence of Greek ships at Chinese ports serving the external trade of the country. Last year, more than 35% of the Greek flagged vessel made at least one call at Chinese ports of the, and all of them running smoothly and efficiently. It is on those basis of our strategic maritime cooperation that we favor the inclusion of Greek quality manufacturers operating mainly to the domains of ships accommodation, IT, telecom, navigation, and mooring equipment to the providers list of the Chinese shipyards. And I should not omit to stress that a significant number of Greek companies operate in China, providing services in the domains of manufacturing and inspection of marine equipment. But the emblematic investment of COSCO in the port of Piraeus and its very successful development is perhaps the best example of what we can achieve when our countries focus on growth-oriented policies. We are very pleased to see that COSCO investment has dynamically increased the country's value added, rendering Piraeus one of the largest container sports in Europe in just a few years' time. For this reason, we are ready to further support this investment, having already approved the company's large investment plan of more than 600 million euros, while working together to create the condition for its further expansion. We, as a government, also want to see the Port of Piraeus develop into one of the largest cargo ports in Europe and the main gateway for Chinese exports to our continent. For this to happen, close cooperation with both the Chinese government and the company, as well as the hard work and consensual spirit is required. Now that everyone understands the benefits of such project, the conditions are better than ever before. After all, our country's accession to an emblematic Belt and Road Initiative of China and the 17 plus one initiative clearly demonstrates our belief that Greek ports, due to their strategic geographical location, could uh, constitute main international hubs to the markets of EU countries, the Balkans and the Black Sea. In this context, we are already implementing a big national project for the best utilization through concessions and or privatization of the 10 major Greek ports, apart from Piraeus and Thessaloniki, which of course creates new investment opportunities for companies active in combined transport, logistics and cruising, benefiting of course from the significant advantages of the Greek ports. Ladies and gentlemen, during the last years, adverse economic conditions threatened to undermine the prospects of a sustained economic recovery and stability in the global economy, such as debt problems in many developed countries and fiscal austerity, 
And uh, considering that shipping is affected by the global microeconomic conditions, the performance of the wider economy is reflected in the development of the shipping industry. The economic challenges are associated mainly with the oversupply of capacity, the slowdown in trade, the finance restriction imposed by the banking institutions, the sharp decline in ship sales, the uncertainty in oil prices, and intense, of course, competition. Inevitably, these factors resulted in considerable pressure on freight rates, especially in the dry bulk market, and only the gradual recovery of the global economy will lead with certainty to the mitigation and gradually to the elimination of this phenomenon. In this vein, in a period characterized by banking reluctance to provide finance to the shipping industry, which is considered relatively high risk, the emergence of new investment sources, such as ship financing from Chinese banks, especially in the form of leasing, has been remarkable and has increasingly become an important financing source for Greek ship owners. Ladies and gentlemen, turning our attention to the most pressing issues of our time, i.e. the environmental ones, it is undeniable fact that ahead of all of us is the pressure challenge to ensure the future sustainability of shipping. In a rapidly changing world, shipping is called upon to face environmental changes varying from the installation of costly ballast water management system to assessing the best way to comply with a new sulfur limit for marine fuels and from making ships recycling more environmental friendly to dealing with the ultimate modern challenge, i.e. how to address the climate change problem from shipping perspective. With regard to the latter and most pressing issue, please let me start by saying that Greece is fully committed to the ongoing process within the Marine Environment Protection Committee of the IMO and the timely completion of the IMO's initial strategy on the reduction of greenhouse gas emission from ships. We believe that uh, the targets set in IMO strategy are practical, realistic, and able to bring all states on board in the necessary coordinated global effort for the enhancement of shipping contribution to the fight against climate change. We should always keep in mind that the de facto international nature of shipping requires the application of global uniform rules and standards which uh, correspond to the modalities and practicalities of international shipping and preserve a global level playing field. In addition, the de facto global nature of the problem of the climate change, which leaves no space for regional approach that are beforehand inadequate and to effectively deal with this problem, demands equally the conclusion of a global agreement on the reduction of the greenhouse gas emission of uh, international shipping.
In uh, this regard, a major task lies immediately ahead of all of us and is coming to an agreement on the short and medium term measures that will be uniformly applied by all ships around the globe. Bearing in mind the significant differences of the various shipping modes and the inherent particularities of bulk tram shipping, Greece favors a technical goal-based approach able to be implemented by all ships irrespective of the shipping sector in which they are engaged. In light of this consideration, Greece has submitted together with marine states and the most significant industry associations, such a proposal which utilizes an energy efficiency design index for existing ships. We believe that uh, our uh, proposal is easily implemented, simple and transparent, since it is easy to monitor, control and uh, verify and of course ensures a level playing field for all ships since it builds upon the MARPOL framework. The implementation of the uh, proposed measure may start immediately after its entry into force, i.e. before 2023, those allowing for early action. For most, it is calculated that if the proposed stringency is applied, the carbon intensity will be reduced by almost 50% when comparing 2008 to 2030. Nevertheless, Greece looks forward to cooperating with all our counterparts in IMO and uh, particularly the major maritime countries like uh, China and uh, in further defining and adjusting the different segments of the energy efficient index for existing uh, ships proposal to come up with the most practical and effective measures from uh, both uh, shipping and uh, environment perspective. Ladies and gentlemen, I couldn't close this uh, intervention without referring to the COVID-19 pandemic, which has uh, affected all of us with an unprecedented uh, impacts on our lives, our economies and our societies, including uh, the shipping business and seafarers around the globe. It is now more than ever crucially important to ensure that functioning of the global supply remains and uh, the facilitation of safe and efficient operations of marine transport. In these uh, difficult times, the ability of shipping services and seafarers to deliver vital goods, including medical supplies and food, is central to responding to and eventually overcoming this pandemic. I've been impressed with the unprecedented level of cooperation and uh, collaboration of all maritime stakeholders to facilitate shipping and seafarers in this difficult period. 
but still there is no room for complacency. For this reason, we need to capitalize the unprecedented cooperation as we move forward. The pandemic has shown that shipping, the most efficient and cost-effective method of international transportation, carrying more than 80% of global trade, remains the leading facilitator of the economic growth. Therefore, the maritime field will be at the heart of economic recovery, both at sea and ashore. In this respect, shipping and seafarers need to be fully supported so they can fu fulfill their responsibilities. Flag and port states need to show the required flexibility in cases where ship owners plan to conduct timely ship inspection and certification have been overturned by COVID restrictions. Above all, ladies and gentlemen, seafarers, mobility worldwide needs to be ensured on the basis of their recognition as essential workers as mandated by MO, ILO, and the European Union. With these words, I would like, on behalf of the Greek government, to congratulate the organizers, Mr. Bornozis, for bringing together so many maritime leaders to provide their valuable insight for the future of shipping and wish every success to the works of the forum and for delivering fruitful results. Thank you once again for your attention. Mr. Minister, thank you very much for uh, a very powerful and insightful uh, set of remarks. Uh, and thank you very much for the good words you have to say about us. Our forum uh, aims to enhance the exchange of information and interaction between the global maritime community and the Chinese maritime community. And in that context, uh, your presence uh, here today uh, is really a privilege and uh, elevates the forum to a new level of prestige. And I thank you very much. I hope that next year we will have the opportunity to visit uh, Shanghai uh, in person. But uh, right now, when a lot of other events are being canceled uh, or postponed, the fact that we keep on, uh, I think is very important because it shows the continuity of the industry and the resilience of the industry, and we all need to stay connected. So thank you very, very much. Thanks again, Mr. Bernard.